Ah, uh, fuck. How do we even start this one? I don't know. Yeah, ho! Sugar. Aw, oh, honey, honey. You are my candy girl. And you got me. Sugar. Aw, oh, honey, honey. You are my candy girl. And you got me rocking you. Break it down with me. I'm Lena. I'm Grant. And this is Sex Archie. Coming back as promised. Don't ask questions. We made one. <laughs> you can't judge us. That's right. We are a Riverdale recap podcast that is back now because there is almost Riverdale to recap. Next week, we will be back with our usual first on the ground reactions. Uh, except for all those people who get advanced screeners, you, you cheaters. Uh, <laughs> why don't we get an advanced screener? Because we're not under the thumb of the man. That's why not. We don't do Casper commercials. <laughs> but that's next week. There is no new Riverdale to talk about for another seven days. Which is sad. Which <laughs> It's going to be sad, but that's Aww. for... That's for later. First, we have to talk about today's topic, Archie's Weird Mysteries. Oh, no, no. Archie's Weird Mysteries. That is that is how they sing it. Ar- Archie's Weird Mysteries is celebrating its 20th year. In fact, uh, at the time of recording, it's exactly 20 years old. The episode we watched, the premiere, Attack of the Killer Spuds. I was 11. Mm-hmm. This is a show that didn't need to be made. <laughs> just going to put that out there. Well, this is the show that was supposed to get us into Archie. No. Well, not you, because you already were. Like, they yes, had you. It, I... it was made to get people like me into Archie, the 11-year-olds of 1999. I don't feel like it would have worked. <laughs> well, be- because of that timing and because of our audience... This is one of the things that we've had the most requests for in this, our Memory Lane series. Yes. Because a lot of our listeners are of our age cohort, and this was a big part of their Archie history, the Archie's Weird Mysteries cartoon. I'm sorry. I don't know what you're talking about. I loved this show. This this was amazing, and I want to watch the other 39. We, we will get there. <laughs> So just a little bit uh, about the show as a whole before we get to the the plot of its first episode. Uh-huh. Are you going to talk about the cast? Or is that coming later? Because my big question is, was it voiced by the same two people? <laughs> no, all of our main characters were voiced by separate people. Wow, would not think that. Didn't you recognize the voice of Archie Andrews himself? Yeah, he's in Scooby-Doo. He's Andrew Rannells. Wait, what? He is Elder Price from the original cast what? of the Book of Mormon. And I believe the ancient Jews built boats and sailed to America. No! He's the Tony-nominated wizard from the no. recent revival no. of Falsettos. No, that was totally like someone from Scooby-Doo because of the way like he said Jeepers. Or no, he said Yelp. That was Andrew Rannells. No! I refuse to believe this. uh, The rest of the cast has various other um, 
credits in like this voice acting period, you know, produced by the company, by the studio Deke, uh, specifically uh, animated by a French studio. Liberty's kids shared a lot of cast. Oh, that makes sense. So that's that PBS show, right? Yes. Yes, yeah, what I'm yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was also distributed by Buena Vista Television, which means this is in part a Disney production. Of course it is. And it was originally aired on PAX, the pseudo-Christian cable network. That explains a lot. Before uh, going on many other stations through the magic of syndication. It got a lot of its syndication support because it was certified as EI content, educational and informational. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, really? And it's a perfect example of how lax the uh, regulations for, for that sort of labeling was. Wow. I, okay. Okay. Cool. So, so yes, this first episode of Archie's Weird Mysteries, Attack of the Killer Spuds, is sort of a double joke in the title, because it's like, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, what if it was potatoes? But what if we made it a synonym for potatoes, because they're expecting the pun, but then we swerve. It's like an unpun. Yeah. It really sets the tone for what's about to come. And what doesn't set the tone, I think, is that opening song. What's that sound? The, the song is really trying to convince us that we're about to watch something that is both cool and spooky. Because it goes back and forth between that and, like, who you gonna call? <laughs> Yeah, there's, but like heavy metal, oh, there's rock. A, there's a lot of electric guitar mis- mixed with, uh, yeah, like electronic ghost sounds. Yeah, yeah, it's something. It's made entirely of clips from uh, the first run of episodes, all like rapid fire. Yeah, let's let's dive in. Mm-hmm. To- a- after that song, we get a title card giving the you know based on the characters of Archie Comics. In Comic Sans. Oh, yeah. So, you know, they really meant that it's from a comic book. Just, just in case you didn't know what the word comic meant. That's, they, they really know what they're doing. Jughead uh, and Archie are hanging out, and Jughead's watching a zombie movie, and he's really into it, and mm-hmm. Archie's just being a big, old jerkhead. Because <laughs> he's all like, let's go, your movie's stupid. <laughs> But Jughead's very into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Archie just leaves him. And apparently what happens is Jughead, like, spends the whole entire night watching the movies. And at the end, there is uh, a contest. They announce that, you know, the caller who can call in and name all the movies they've played in their marathon will win a prize. Which he does. And... He, he needs to go get his prize at the TV station, so the next morning, Archie drives him there. And it would make sense if that's the order of the events but that we not. were shown. But it's not. No. Instead, we get a recap. We, we go right from Archie being like, okay, I'm tired of watching zombie movies. I'm going to bounce to the car ride. And on the car ride, Jughead tells the story. Why did that need to be a flashback? I don't know. We... You could have just had that scene. But it was a flashback. (laughs) And anyway, this contest could be won by anyone who owned a TV guide. You didn't have to watch the zombie marathon to know what movies are in the zombie marathon. Or anyone who also just bought the Sunday paper and got the free one. Right? 
You didn't have to go buy the TV guide. <laughs> you could get that little free insert. Those still existed in 1999, I'll have you know. Those still existed until at least 2005. <laughs> I don't know if... I, I don't know when they stopped, but those were still going on. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that was the only reason my family bought a newspaper. <laughs> that and the coupons. Uh, so they get to uh, the TV station, and the prize is a potato. Which seems like a dick move. <laughs> like It's like a potato that looks like it has some pipe cleaners coming out of it, and like a couple stickers. Also, like, the, the station is outwardly mocking one of their most loyal viewers. And they're like, well, it's a lucky potato for a lucky couch potato like yourself. Yeah, not not uh, convincing me that my judgment is wrong here. Uh, and Archie, uh, once Jughead gets it, is like, come on, Spud Boy. <laughs> for, um, for the rest of the episode, practically every line will include the word potato. Or and some... not just said, like, potato. Potato. <laughs> they, they really want to hit those consonants. Every potato. letter. Potato. Every letter, potato. including the E that's not actually in potato, will be, will be pronounced. Yep. So neither one of them noticed that this woman at the TV station totally looks like a zombie. Legalization was way ahead of its time in Riverdale. Yeah. Um, but then we find out, oh, she's actually an alien. Mm-hmm. Uh, when she goes to report back to her alien commander. Which is just a red eye in darkness. Yes. Uh, so Jughead goes home, and Hot Dog totally knows that that potato is bad. And, uh, Archie is just trying to dissuade him of sitting around and watching TV all day, saying that watching TV is great until it's too much. Because we, we, a TV show, can't go any farther than that. Like, watching too much TV isn't cool. You gotta have a life. This seems to be the moral of the story, uh, for which I feel personally attacked. Did not enjoy this. I'm like, you're calling out all your viewers in this moment. And also, that's what makes this an EI program? This is how you can get around restrictions on advertising to kids? Don't be a couch potato. That's all it takes? Uh, so Archie leaves, and Jughead is watching TV, and the potato grows. Like, a lot of, like, potato eyes turn yeah. into, like, potato tentacles. It, like, quadruples in size, and then, yes, green tendrils all over the place. And, like, this is when I started to notice that the animation is surprisingly good. People are constantly moving. There's a lot of leaning. There's a lot of twisting. I mean, compare it to the Archie show that was basically okay, stills yeah. and recycled cycles. Yes, it's better than that. Like, I wouldn't necessarily say it's good. Like, th this attack, Jughead struggling against uh, the, the, the potato. The potato. There, there's some strong framing, a uh, low shot up, the, his limb extension is, is pretty dynamic. Like, it's reminiscent of some of the better physical comedy in the comics. It's not as good as it, but, like, they're clearly aiming for something. Yeah, they're, aim they're aiming for something, I don't know. So, uh, Jughead uh, is in the zone. Yes. Uh, which is something we... we we're told about earlier it's when when you get that like perfect tv watching zone and you're just like in it 
Mm-hmm. And so he doesn't notice that he's getting attacked by a potato until it's too late. And then he turns into zombie Jughead. Or the, the potato does. Well, we don't know that yet. We know it now, because like this episode, I'm doing things out of order for no good reason. Yes, so eventually you find out that the potato basically, like, clones him and becomes him, but yeah. he's, like, cocooned in potato tentacles. It's more of an invasion of the body snatchers than it is an attack of the killer tomatoes, despite yes. the title. Yes. We're making pod people, but, like, tuber people. Yeah. So the next day, at Pops... Archie and Betty and Dilton are coming in, and Betty is very worried about Jughead because Jughead is standing in a planter pot in the middle of Pops, and he's just talking about how dirt is good for you. It's rich in nutrients that can be absorbed through the feet. Like, they're all concerned about this, (laughs) but not, like, too concerned. They're mostly like, this is what you get for staying up so late and, like, being a couch potato. You shouldn't watch so much TV. I'm like, your friend is off the deep end. For this to have happened. Yes. Potato Jughead Zombie must have brought a large terracotta planter into the restaurant, Uh placed it in the middle of the tile floor, and then- Climbed in. Climbed in. Pop Tate did nothing. He said zero words about this. No. So as Archie is scolding him- He's barefoot. No shirt, no shoes, no service. Yeah. Okay. I just want to say my piece. Okay. So uh, Archie is scolding him and Reggie's making some, you know, wisecracks. But then Reggie goes to eat some french fries and Jughead dives across the booth, (laughs) grabbing the french fries and cradling them like a baby- No harm shall come to these French-fried potatoes. He's like, I never eat French-fried potatoes. No one should. (laughs) This is when they know something's very wrong. So so Jughead, when he's leaving, is like, keep my new friends company as he hands off potatoes. Everyone gets a potato. It's like health class when you have to take care of a five-pound bag of sugar. Yeah. Yeah. And so Veronica is very upset. And says, he ruined my blouse and gives me a potato. She got some food splatter on her during the big lunge, you see. Yeah. What do you think of Veronica's blouse that came from Paris? It's blue. How 1999 would you rate the fashions? Her slim mini dress and uh, chunky platform heels. I mean, it's very iconic 90s, like Betty and Veronica outfits. Mm -hmm. It's very traditional. Um, as far as, uh, character designs go, I think, yes, they're very of the time, but also Archie looks ripped. Like, he has really broad shoulders in a lot of these shots. I think Archie's, like, the weirdest one because I'm like, he's, his clothes are so baggy. Yeah, That he's really got that, like, 90s Dawson's Creek, like, (laughs) giant khaki pants on type thing going. But, like, his shoulders and his chest look yoked under all that Archie lifts, I feel like it's just because his shirt's, like, three sizes too big. (laughs) So, like, everyone looked much bigger than they actually were. Betty and Archie uh, go on a date. This is a hard cut. Like, there's no transition. There's no talk about no, this. Like, we're just suddenly on a date at I, the house. I hadn't seen the show before. I thought, oh, is is there something in the uh, is there something in the format like the Archie show where we have like a, a two minute short just inserted into the episode? No, this is part of it. Nope. We just go. We just go. And so 
it's weird because it's just internal monologues <laughs> of like their awkward reactions to each other and basically how they want to have sex, but they can't say that because it's a children's show that airs on PAX, the pseudo Christian channel. So, so it's all about how they want to like put their arm around each other and oh, I hope he doesn't think I'm weird. Yeah, Archie is trying to find the right moment to put his arm around Betty without seeming awkward, and she's trying to signal that she wants his arm around her without seeming desperate. Yeah. These are your problems? I I guess these aren't their problems. They don't realize what their problems really are. the, The worst part of the internal monologues is when Archie says, as soon as Betty gets in the zone, I'll make the move. And I'm just like, that's freaking creepy. It sounds like you're drugging her with that popcorn. As soon as she's so engrossed in the TV show, she's not paying attention to me. I'll make my move. That's bad and stupid. I think the worst part, though, is when Betty does decide to make a move, which is lunging on top of him, putting her <laughs> her, pop, her giant popcorn bucket in his lap, putting her around arm around him, and he's just kind of awkward about it because he's still in his own head and then wonders wait was that a signal yes (laughs) jesus christ archie she was basically boning you archie (laughs) like you missed it that's the ei cartoon program equivalent of dry humping archie you missed it (laughs) you missed it so then betty's all like oh he didn't pay attention to me and suddenly She's getting cuddled by potato ten- tentacles, Which, and Archie doesn't notice, and she is just like- She can't tell the difference. No, she's totally like having like happy orgasm over there from a potato tentacle wrapping itself around her. Which tells me Archie really needs to moisturize if his skin <laughs> can be confused for a potato tentacle. And so Betty gets taken over by the potato- yeah, I mean, she she eventually opens her eyes, sees what's happening, freaks out, and she is defeated by her own chunky heel as she trips and falls yes. to become enveloped. Yes. So then we, like, go check in on, on Jughead and, and Hot Dog, and we see that they are wrapped up in potato tentacles. Mm-hmm. And, and that Ar- Archie has escaped this attack, oh, yes, by the has, way. He escaped. That's why Archie, our, like, our runs to them. Our big hero, yes. And uh, we see that they're tied up. But then we see their copies. Mm-hmm. And Archie's all like, who are you? I was once a mere potato. <laughs> Freed by the great potato, I share his thoughts and do his bidding. Starting tonight, potatoes will rule the earth. And, this, and none of it is said that good. This is when it all comes together that this story, and probably the other 39, this is a horror story that you would say around the campfire to, to like, eight-year-olds at sleepaway camp. Yeah. That is the tone they're aiming for, and I think they got it. Like, it, it's got your, your clear arc, you, now you have your stakes. It's dangerous, but it's, like, silly dangerous, because it's potatoes. It's potatoes. Nobody's going to really have, like, a nightmare about potatoes. No, you're not going to be terrified if the potato sending its thoughts out to the other potatoes to get the humans who aren't paying attention and to attack and absorb their life force. But it moves the story along, and, like, the next day over at the mess hall, when people get their, like, hash browns, they'll be like, ooh, the great potato, and... I'm eating of the enemy! And you have a nice giggle. (laughs) Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, they're they're you know planning to absorb human life force, um, and you know because people and then it talks about how uh, you know the people are just so happy though, be you know being in the zone, yeah, because they don't have to think or do anything, kind of like watching television forever. Huh? Get it, kids? 12-hour movie marathons are bad, but 22-minute Archie cartoons are good. That much TV is the right much TV. Zombie Betty comes around. Mm Mm-hmm. She's all like, come on, Archie, everyone's doing it. And Archie stomps a potato. Repeatedly. (laughs) Repeatedly and kills it and tries to escape and, and it drives away and he gets away and then he almost kills Dilton. Well <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He he goes to Pops first. Oh yes, he goes to Pops. To to try to like spread the news and, and protect everybody who's not already taken over, but everyone's already taken over. Yes, so he We got zombie Reggie, we got zombie Pop Tate, Zombie Veronica. That's all the other characters in the show. Yeah. Until he finds Dilton like in the backseat of his car like a serial killer? Yes. And then my my notes from this, I don't think I realized what I was writing, but this is the order of, of things. Okay. You can't hide from the eyes of the Great Potato, Archie. No. Come on, everyone, we gotta hide from the Great Potato. <laughs> Come on, Archie kids, you can't hide from the potatoes. <laughs> it's just the same line, like, four times. <laughs> Um, they they never even underline the wordplay of like the potato has so many eyes. No, it's right there. It's such low hanging fruit that it grows below the surface of the the ground. It is a root vegetable. Yeah, yeah. And Louisa May Alcott's family would not eat it. Well, not as a child. <laughs> I think they they outgrew it. I bet once she was independently wealthy from her publishing career, she ate, she potato. ate some potatoes. <laughs> And if you'd like to learn more, <laughs> listen to the most recent History Honeys. Uh, so Archie drives away, and this is when he almost kills Dilton. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we find out that Dilton has not been taken over by the potatoes. He thought he was the only one. They're teaming up, dream team, brains uh, and brawn. And uh, Dilton's all like, well, you know, this great potato, it, it must what must be behind it is it, microwave transmissions. So we gotta get to the TV station. Well, they, they figured out together. Dilton's like, we gotta stop the transmission if only we knew where it was coming oh, yeah. from. And, and like, Archie's like, I do know the potato that started this all came from the TV station. And Dilton's yeah. like, that must be right. That's it. Because they're big transmitter dish. Yeah. Archie helped. Archie did a brain thing. This is the least dumb Archie. Yes. He, he's a reporter. By the way, that's the plot of this show. Its first episode doesn't really delve into it until the final scene. I th- and like one offhanded mention, like Archie's a reporter. That's why he's always investigating weird mysteries. Yeah. I like to think that he just had like, he was on like a computer, right? Yeah. Like, he was- he's, he's an early internet user. It seems like the mysteries mostly just happened to him. It's, it's, this, also. Is, this is basically like the Archie version of So Weird. Yeah. But less scary. It's got weird in the name. Yeah. You go from weird mysteries to so weird to the weird files to uh, the weird keeper on HBO. Yeah. 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 Um, so they go to the TV station. 
Um, and they're like, oh man, we'll never get to the controls with all those potatoes in there because there's potatoes all over the room. All over the place. Uh, and then the zombies come. And so they run away and the zombies start throwing potatoes at them. Because mm-hmm. if you get hit by the potato, then you can't escape the potato and it will envelop you in its vegetably embrace. Yes. Um, I would like to point out that all of the zombie characters look like they have to pee. Yeah. They, They're all they, doing the, oh no, I got a pee cartoon stance. Got that real pigeon toed walk. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Dilton gets grabbed, uh, but, but Archie saves him and stomps a potato dead. Even more. Even more. We, we see the gruesome gore of a, a tennis shoes tread smushed into potato. Oh, the violence. Uh, and as Archie starts to, to climb the antenna. Right, th- yeah, they don't have to get inside. They just have to shut it off at the antenna. That's the yeah. plan. Uh, Dilton gets grabbed again. Uh, and this is this is when the yelp like Scooby Doo comes, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and there there is a great battle as uh, Reggie and and Jughead go after Archie up the tower as Dilton's getting turned into a potato zombie, and uh, zombie Reggie slaps a potato onto Archie's calf, and it starts to take him over, and he's like struggling and fighting through the the hypnotic zone. To grab the handle and pull it down. Yes, as they're yelling. Off the signal. As they're saying, it's time to become one with the great potato. (laughs) Uh, And Archie does succeed in cutting the signal. And and we we see this montage of like everybody waking up. Uh, Veronica is is up in bed, and Betty is, is back on her feet at her place. And the news lady the news anchor wakes up at the news desk yes which is it's basically turned into act three of jumanji there's so many (laughs) vines in there and nobody watching the news has noticed this well let's not forget all the clone of these people Mm -hmm. that just go pop and they turn back into potatoes yes in a flash of light they become potatoes again where does all the extra mass go I don't know. It's not that kind of sci-fi. We don't ask these questions. Then uh, we get Archie's voiceover saying, I don't know where the great potato came from as a UFO suddenly appears above him. Well, that's tidy. There's an answer to your question. (laughs) And then the great potato comes out and like grabs the the satellite dish. Yeah. And Dilton's- Gotta start again in a new town. And Dilton's just screaming- for Archie to turn it on and increase the signal. And he does, and that makes something explode. It, either the UFO or the Great Potato. It's hard to tell, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, Dilton's all like, yeah, by doing that, we changed it into a microwave oven. Ha ha ha. Anyone for a baked potato? Well, that's also tidy. Huh. And so Archie's voiceover continues... That, that Jughead now does things other than watch TV. Yeah, he reads a book leaning against a statue. And goes on a walk. Yeah. Uh, and also, you know, for the nation's big produce companies, the mystery of why no one orders potatoes anymore from a small town called Riverdale continues. Did they just cause the Great Idaho Recession? Yes. They just put a lot of farmers out of business. I don't think that's true, because I don't think one small town makes that much difference in the grand to, scheme of to things. potatoes? 
Two potatoes. I think they put Pop Tate out of business. <laughs> oh no, he's he's making it all up in onion rings. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's actually a way better margin on onion rings. He's doing fine. Yeah. And that is Archie's Weird Mysteries. Episode one, Attack of the Killer Spuds. They don't use spud they only use spud like once in the entire episode. Because you can't say spud is the way you can say potato. Potatoes. So, darling. Yes. If you were 11 years old again, imagine this is October 1999, and you see this show on PAX or on one of its uh, uh, syndicated uh, networks, what would you think about this show? And I, I, I probably would have watched it. Yeah? Yeah. It did spawn its own tie-in series. There's an Archie's Weird Mysteries comic run as well. Yeah. I probably would have watched it. I don't know if I would have been, like, a super fan yeah. like I am of other stuff. I mean, I probably would have been a fan because, like, it's Archie and I would have gotten on the bandwagon. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe, maybe if I was, like, eight? <laughs> it's a little too late for you. Yeah. Just a, just a hair. I, I feel like it's a little a little juvenile for 11. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, how do you think these characters, and from this one episode, we really only know... Jughead, Archie, and Dilton. I mean, there's a little bit of Betty, he's a little bit of Veronica, a little bit of Reggie, but I don't know if we can really judge their characterizations in the show. Veronica seems terrible. But how do you think they compare to the source material? Are are these valid interpretations of the Archie and Friends archetypes? I have a hard time because they all sounded exactly the same. It sounded <laughs> like there was a male act, like voice actor and a female voice actor, and that was it. They're all voiced by different people. In it the do- credits, they're all different people. It doesn't people. sound like it, okay? It, it's hard to know. Mm-hmm. A bit, like... It's a small sample size. Like small I said. sample size. Like, yes, can see it, can get it. Mm-hmm. It definitely plays into the extremes. I think, I think Archie comes off as a dick. <laughs> well, if Jughead only would have listened, he would have went to bed, he wouldn't have won the contest, and then the world would be destroyed because the, the spud would have gone to someone else who didn't have the heroic Archie as a best friend. I'm just So like, really, it's a good thing. Archie, stop trying to change your friends. Like them for who they are. It's October 2nd. If there's any day of the year you're allowed to watch 12 hours of zombie movies, October 2nd is the day. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. 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 Everyone hails to the pumpkins. How much decorating for Halloween have you done in our apartment? None, but my entire work desk is, like, covered. (laughs) My office is amazing. Yeah. Everyone keeps walking past my desk and commenting. <laughs> Anything can happen on Halloween. What? <laughs> I think everything we've been saying about the show really points to a concerted effort to meet a certain audience. Like, th- this probably was squarely at the eight or so's. Yes. I think it says a lot about the malleability, the, the flexibility of the Riverdale gang. Uh, that you you can do a show about investigating weird mysteries for kids, and you turn the knobs one way, you wind up with Archie's Weird Mysteries. Mm-hmm. You can fill it with a different kind of mystery for uh, the 
hyper-normalized 2019 teens. Yes. And you get Riverdale. It's exactly like Scooby-Doo. They just made the stories yes. more interesting. Because it's not just a bad person in a mask. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's weird stuff like potatoes. And, I mean, that that's something that Scooby-Doo was doing in... I feel like they were doing that in the uh, 90s, one of the waves where Scooby-Doo and the gang were running up against actual, real, spooky things. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know if I watched those Scooby-Doo's, because I think the last time... The only memories I have of Scooby-Doo was always someone, like, taking off a mask and it being mm-hmm. like, I'm the bad guy, not really a monster. Um, I don't like you meddling children. Um, and I was always like, children, they're all, like, 35. Th- this was coming out at a time when there was no Scooby-Doo on TV. Ah. It ended just before What's New Scooby-Doo came out, which means we were in the long drought between that and A Pup Named Scooby-Doo. Aw, puppy. Did did you not watch A Pup Named Scooby-Doo as a kid? I don't think so. I was all about A Pup Named Scooby-Doo as a kid. Was it on cable? It aired for four seasons on ABC, actually. Okay. How early was it on? That might be why I never saw it. (laughs) (laughs) I was not an early riser. Well, darling, if you wanted to take Archie's Weird Mysteries and put a Riverdale twist on this version of uh-huh. the characters, uh, if, if you wanted to perhaps do an Invasion of the Body Snatchers uh, style story on Riverdale, mm-hmm. how how would you do that? So all the potatoes are, like, full of drugs? Obviously, it's a new kind of drug. Yeah, turning... Everyone into zombies. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's also, like, a new killer on the loose mm-hmm. that marks all of its its victims with an, a dead octopus. It, like... It, For the tentacles? Yeah, it, like, okay. it, like Stanley cups them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's the verb. <laughs> it's Stanley cups them. There's the octopus on the ice. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Stash you them. Okay, no one but you knows what stashu means. That is an in-joke between you and you. Okay, you throw the octopus on him. Because the hockey games for the Stanley Cup. For Detroit. For Detroit. It's only a Detroit thing for some reason. Which The day I learned that, it blew my freaking mind. That no one else does octopus. Yeah. Like you, I think it's weirder if the entire league throws octopus <laughs> than if it's a one-team tradition. We, you throw the octopus on the ice. For luck. For luck. And to celebrate good things happening. Yes, and usually those people get banned from ever returning. But it's, but it's worth it. But it's worth it because that person totally snuck in an octopus under their clothing. Yes. Through security and have were like hanging on to it for two hours by that point. Hoping that someone would score a really good goal so or they something. Could chuck it out of there. But yeah, so the killer mm-hmm. would would kill people with an octopus. No, okay. They would they would like stab them. Oh, okay. But then just like place, we got to be practical about place this. Place like a dead octopus on the body. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, this person has invented like vampire octopus. They like drink blood. So it, like, stab, stab, stab the victims, and then they, like, place their octopus to suck out all the blood, and then leave behind a, like, a no-blood corpse. Okay. I think my version is going to go to the roots of uh, Attack of the Killer Spuds. Uh Uh-huh. Which is the TV station. You can't just do that Doctor Who episode. My 
my Riverdale version of this episode would be accused of being a Riverdale version of Halloween 3 Season of the Witch because it's going to be about a TV signal that is hypnotizing uh, uh, people. I think the whole body snatcher dual person thing is a bit too complicated. So instead, we're just going to have people become the zombies instead of a new zombie out of nothing through hypnosis, through the TV signal. Yeah. Jughead is, of course, the carrier. It starts much more uh, uh, subtly until, like, their their hold grows, right? And, uh, you know, one by one getting the uh, uh, remaining power structures of the town involved in in this mass uh, uh, hypnosis. Mm-hmm. Probably something to do with the uh, TV station that is loyal to the farm that mm-hmm. Alice works for. Worked, mm-hmm. Works, one of those. Yeah. It depends on the status of Alice at this point, I guess. <laughs> to, to advance their nefarious schemes. Yeah. Yes. I do think... Having drugged potatoes is the best way to take over the town. Right. Because those people eat a lot of french fries. They do. Ooh. If it was in the milk supply, though, they love their milkshakes. This is true. What if the people who who have ascended Mm -hmm. with the farm... Yes. What if they start communicating with the town through the potatoes? Communicating how? Like, through this psychic connection with the hallucinogen injections? Or, like, through little bits of paper rolled up in there like a fortune cookie? I'm thinking, like, the little potato, like, eyes. Yeah. Just They start. blink in Morse code. And, well, they, and then suddenly there's, like, a mouth. Ah! And they're just, like, wiggling around, like, talking at you. And, and... Yeah, it, it's a partnership between the Berlanti Company and the Jim Henson Studios. Yeah, it just it just becomes like um, or what do you call those things from Harry Potter? The the Sorting Hat? No, the, like, they 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 look like a root vegetable. The mandrakes. Yes, it just becomes it, like the potato becomes like a different version of a mandrake. Oh, okay. okay. And it, it it talks to you, and suddenly like, oh, that's my mom, Alice. Mm-hmm. She's talking to me, and the potato looks like her. <laughs> oh, it's like those things when people are like, "This looks like Abe Lincoln or Jesus." Yeah, the, like, but oh, it looks it looks like uh, this is the, Edgar, the Abe Lincoln Cheeto. Yeah, yeah, but the potato, and then like, there's a trail of potatoes leading to them. Is why why an <laughs> Edgar potato? Why does the potato have to be so sexy? Well, I thought it went along with the Jesus thing. Jesus is also very sexy. We Let's, can agree. Chad Michael Murray could play a Jesus. Jesus is pretty ripped. He's, he's got the good abs. He's got the good scruff. Where's my Jesus with chest hair? I want that painting. Yeah. I want you know what I want? realistic body hair Jesus. I want shirtless Chad Michael Murray again. That's what I want. Couldn't be honest. We'll see. That how- boy needs to get in a regular show. I'll watch it. As we all know, Riverdale is not a regular show. Well, I mean, it's not. he's currently ascended. He's not, like, yeah. going to be in a lot of episodes he, for a while, probably. What if the whole thing behind the ascension is it really is the rapture, they really were right, God came for the farm, and Kevin wasn't good enough? Someone better address Kevin this year, okay? Like, we've ignored that boy. I need us to pay attention to Kevin. Well, we're going to find out in seven days' time in an episode called 
Grace yourself. In memoriam. It is dedicated to the memory of Luke Perry, of course, and it is when we will find out how exactly the character of Fred is being handled in turn, hand in hand, dual duty for that episode, as well as probably laying some groundwork for the 21 episodes to follow. Yeah, I got really sad. Well, we're going to get sadder then. So uh, hopefully this episode was funny enough to last us a whole fortnight until the one after that. But we've got a lot to look forward to this year. We've got their first Halloween special. Yes! Airing the day before Halloween. I am pumped. I am hyped. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Never mind. You know. You never sing with me. I'm trying to maintain a momentum. Oh, okay. Never mind uh, the, the resolution of that cliffhanger that the show ended with, the flash forward, Jesus Christ, who we keep mentioning lately, actually. <laughs> I feel like we're onto something here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe Jesus really is Chad Michael Murray. Yeah. <gasps> what, what if Edgar Evanever was really The second Jesus. coming. He was the second coming of Jesus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like No, no, he's the reincarnation of Mary. Oh. And Evelyn is Jesus. They swapped this time. Oh. They they gender swapped Jesus. Oh. Except that's his wife, not his actual daughter. Remember that? What the fuck? That's fucking messed up. I guess Alice is her sister wife. Everybody's sister wives. They we've been over that. That's under the bridge now. All the sister wives. But uh, you can always follow us on Twitter at sex underscore Archie. If you haven't been keeping up with us in the off season, scroll back in there. We've got a lot of talk about the Archie comics that have been coming out over the summer. Uh, our hopes and dreams for the season ahead that we haven't made a full uh, uh, bonus episode about. A lot of apologies for not making bonus episodes. I apologize for nothing. I apologize because it was all about me. I was too busy. <laughs> we couldn't do anything. I was too busy. That's that's what it was. And our reactions to some of the news that has come out over uh, the the off season. There's some great guest casting that's been announced. Some some of the titles that have been announced are very interesting. So check that sort of thing out there. But what I would absolutely love for people to do, now that we're launching again, long, strong, and here to get the friction on, a full (laughs) season of Sex Archie. (laughs) I love doing this show. (laughs) Is tell a friend. Tell a friend who watches Riverdale or doesn't, whatever. We're here for you, for them. Uh, And we think that they're going to think we're pretty funny. You know why? Because it's true. We are pretty funny. We're pretty funny. Yeah. So you know what you should also do? You should give us a rating and review mm-hmm. on whatever platform you use to listen to our show, because that helps other new people find us who maybe don't have friends. You help us game that uh, Apple Podcasts uh, algorithm, and we will show up in the feeds of people who are primed and ready to hear all about, uh, what's something we talk about a lot? Dicks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dicks, actually. And abs? Mm hmm. Uh huh. And that Archie's an idiot? <laughs> you know, the triumvirate. It's the Holy Trinity. 
Wait a minute. <laughs> Jesus is back. The dick and the abs and Archie's an idiot. All oh hair with Jesus. I do not want to know what the Eucharist would look like. <laughs> and with that, <laughs> say your name. <laughs> I'm Grant, and from us here at Sex Archie. Starting tonight, potatoes will rule the earth. Sugar. Ah, oh, honey, honey. You are my candy girl. And you got me rocking you. Break it down, won't you? Sugar. Ah, oh, honey, honey. You are my candy girl. And you got me rocking you. Break it down, come on. And you got me. And you got me. And you got me. Break it down, won't you please? We gotta pick a line. Yeah. Something with potato. <laughs> yeah, that's all of the lines. They're all something with potato. Do we just say potato?